NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they are now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hello and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. Follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter, and I am joined by my co-host, Zach Swissbank Broner. It's still not quite rolling off the tongue, Zach, but I'll get it. I'll get I'll get your nickname. Uh, you can follow Zach at NBA Zach B. Uh, we're here to talk uh, game four of the NBA Finals and preview game five. Zach, how you feeling? It is Thursday morning. I'm doing well. Um, back in, I'm back in New York. Uh, so, you know, we were just chatting a little bit beforehand about how everything is here with the virus and everything. But glad to be back. I, I may be watching this game tomorrow at an outdoor bar. Uh, so that that should be a fun exper- experience. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I, I have to say, I thought that last night's game or that. That was two nights ago now, actually. Or yeah, two nights ago. Um, that was the that was one of the best games of the playoffs. I thought so. Definitely was really good to you know feel like a super intense finals game. So um, I'm I'm doing well, and I'm I'm looking forward to break down this game. I think you mentioned pre podcast a lot of the uh, other not as good basketball podcasts out there are already skipping ahead to you know do their Heat post mortem and their Lakers coronation, but. You know, McKee and I were, were hashtag Degens only, and we're gonna just focus on um, this game five coming up. Hopefully, give you guys some good bets, and uh, you know, I think I think we're gonna you know just keep focusing on the betting that we can do, and we'll talk about the big picture stuff when when we have to. Absolutely, absolutely. We're not counting the Heat for dead yet. Um, we're gonna just recap game four, talk about the bets we had there and uh, talk about what that means for Game 5. But don't worry, we are not... If you're a Heat fan and or have big money on the Heat, we are not already counting them out. Uh, you're right, Game 4 was a really fun, intense game to watch. It wasn't the scoring bonanza that a lot of us thought it was going to be. After Game 3, we thought there could be a lot more offensive, offensive efficiency on both sides since um, Anthony Davis had a bad... Game three offensively, and also uh, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero were not uh, efficient scoring. So we thought, uh, yeah, we everybody thought that the the Heat would score a lot more, but that did not happen. It ended up being much more of a defensive rock fight. You want to talk about like a playoff NBA? Like the, that game, I thought was a definition of like an NBA playoff basketball. And and when you compare that style to like I felt the first few games of the series did kind of have that free flowing offensive pace to it, and we both liked the over. That obviously did not come in in this game. Thought the defensive intensity was just ridiculously high. I mean, the Lake, especially on the Lakers, and I want to give credit to them because 
I feel like I, we've definitely talked about Heat culture a lot, this, these playoffs, and how hard the Heat go. But the Lakers are laying it all on the line in this series. Um, there's no doubt about it. Like, they're a veteran team, but you have to shout out. They really scrapped. They were flying around to shooters. Like like you said, you know, Duncan couldn't get hot. Tyler couldn't get that hot. I mean, they were just f- absolutely flying around. And then, obviously, Anthony Davis going on Jimmy Butler um, – was just a genius chess move by Frank Vogel. So so credit to him. And, and that Lakers defense looked really, really good. Obviously, the Heat play well defensively too. Um, but, but I thought both teams, this was the game where the, the series kind of reached its tipping point. And, it, you know, both teams kind of solved each other's offense. And it was really balls to the wall. You know, who wants it more? And the Lakers end up pulling it out late. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You're right. Uh you know, after Butler's 40-point game, I had a buddy of mine, uh, fellow D-Gen Scott Bowser, text me right before the game, and he's like, what do you think about the prop of Jimmy Butler over 25 and a half points? And I was like, I don't know, man. I, I really feel like the Lakers are going to figure out a way defensively to not let him beat them the same way. And, you know, what it took was Anthony Davis, and he was absolutely next level on the defensive side overall. Uh, he was plus 17 on the floor, uh, ended with 22.9 rebounds, four assists, four blocks, one steal. I mean, you know, a lot of people are, are already counting uh, LeBron as the MVP of this series, but AD definitely on the defensive side is. Um, and yeah, the, the, you know, their uh, role players were also flying out to, Duncan Robinson were, was not letting, you know, was pushing pushing him off the three-point line as much as possible. I liked Duncan Robinson to shoot 50% from three last game. That's why I uh, took the prop on him to make at least four three-pointers at plus 112. He did shoot 50%, but he was only three from six. He didn't take his, like, normal 10, you know, 10 attempts at the three-point line because the Lakers did such a good job defensively on him. Yeah, and that's such a good point. I mean, how many times in this game did you see Duncan Robinson come off the curls that the Heat have been running all playoffs, thinking he's about to elevate for a wide-open jumper? He immediately gets doubled or trapped, and he needs to kick it back out to Bam or Jimmy. Like just the like you said, the, the shooting numbers for the Heat weren't terrible. They shot 35% from three, but it was the amount of good attempts that were deterred by just elite Lakers closeouts. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to go back to AD, I think. Like like you said, the, the numbers weren't there, which is a shame because the because the numbers weren't there, he won't win Finals MVP now. Um, but like his defense in the second half was absolutely filthy. You know, four blocks in this game, countless other shots defended at the rim, and then the ability to put him on Jimmy. I mean, like don't take AD for granted. Like they they their solution to like put Jimmy away and kind of I like seize control of this series to put their 6'11 center on the other team's best player to like actually lock him up on the perimeter because he's their fastest defender and has the best foot speed like that's just not normal and then you look at Jimmy Butler I mean he didn't have a bad game definitely had a quiet second half but like you said on that on that 25 point player prop I mean Jimmy was 8 of 17 uh, 22 points, 10 boards, 9 assists. So not a bad game by any means, but that's kind of the Jimmy Butler game we've come to expect in these playoffs. Like somewhere somewhere around 20 points, good amount of boards and assists. Um, But 
he wasn't able to be that hero ball ISO player that had given the Lakers problems in games three and four. No. And I, I, I think we expected a little more with Bam being back out on the floor. I did think that Bam affected the game. Um, you know, he essentially made Dwight Howard unplayable. Uh, Howard only played eight minutes. They needed Davis out there at the five, I think pretty much the whole time, because not only was he guarding Jimmy, but they needed him on uh, with Bam out there as well. So it was interesting how Bam affected the game, but it wasn't maybe how we thought with more scoring. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought Bam was solid, um, definitely good on him, and, and definitely cool that he was able to get out there. I know he was itching to play, and he was, and he kind of was questionable, got upgraded on game day, but he also like he wasn't he wasn't that like tenacious force who controls the game like he was in the Boston and Milwaukee series. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, and and credit to the Lakers, they kind of were the aggressor in this game. I thought, especially in the second half, but. Like, Bam played well, but he wasn't that, like, transcendent, like, modern center who, like, is ridiculously tough. Um, you know, where where do you want to go? I mean, I think we should talk about LeBron a little bit. I mean, he definitely was really struggling in the first half. Yeah, well, um, I would just say, before we talk about LeBron, and I sorry, do want yeah, to get ahead. to him, you were talking about how tenacious the Lakers were on the defensive end, especially in the second half. And you got to give credit to Rondo, because even though his stat line does not look good, only scoring 10 points, he was plus eight on the floor. And it was because he was constantly up in those wing players grill I mean he was just all over the place on the defensive side I mean he's just one of those guys that you know you play pickup ball he's one of those annoying guys you just never want to go against because he's always right there in your face barking and and no that's so true he's he because he's like he's the kind of guy like you know he's not that good but he's gonna win the battle against you yeah and like and and I I on that point I mean I thought this game was like I feel like the Lakers kind of figured out who they are in this game like if you look at if you look at the minute distribution, like you said, with Ro- I mean Rondo, you know, like you said, he's been great. He earned that spot as a backup guard. So now I thought the minutes all kind of fell in place for the Lakers rotation. Um, like just the way everything worked out. You're not you're only you know you're playing nine guys, but Dwight barely plays. You know you have AD and LeBron, and then you kind of rotate and you and KCP obviously we're, we'll get to him. He was great, but you know rotating these ancillary guard pieces just around AD and LeBron. Um, I thought their rotation looked really good, and obviously Rondo played well. I thought Mar- Markeith Morris also. I mean, he didn't do much in terms of scoring the basketball. He was two of eight, um, nine points, but you know he continued to just be a solid wing body, mm-hmm. not a defensive liability. And on the offensive end, he, he's you know confident. You have to respect his jumper, so he's definitely a, a fine piece to play off LeBron. And and look, this was this is the type of game that the Lake we didn't know if the Lakers could win. I mean. They didn't get much scoring from their bench pieces, and AD and LeBron weren't crazy scoring the ball. But, you know, when that happens, you have to rely on your defense, and they did. And and that's kind of what's so impressive about this win is that this game wasn't, you know, a LeBron 50-point triple-double. It wasn't AD having 35. Um, it wasn't, you know, the role players shooting, you know, inconsistently well from three. It was just... They didn't really have much going on the offensive end, but they bunkered down and got more stops than the Heat did, and ultimately it paid off with a win. And we got to take a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsor, and we'll be right back. 
At MyBookie, winning season means the NFL is in full swing and it's your chance to win big. There's no sweeter feeling than watching your team storm back in the fourth quarter to win the game and put cash in your pocket. Whether you're a first-timer, a veteran of the game, taking the underdogs or siding with the faves, the fact is there won't be a better time to get in on the action than right now. Join now using promo code SGP20 and you can grab a free $20 wager with your first deposit to bet on anything in the sportsbook. That's right. MyBookie is giving you the chance to make the first ever bet of winning one and that's on the house. Nothing beats NFL and NBA action. Absolutely nothing beats free money. So join now and take advantage. Don't even think about it. Head over to MyBookie.com. .ag now and get your stake in the game. NFL action, NBA finals, and MLB playoffs. That's winning season, baby, and it begins today exclusively at my bookie. We could talk about that. Like LeBron was very sloppy in the first half. He had a lot of turnovers. We were in our NBA Slack, uh, which if you're not a part of, make sure to go to sg.pn slash Slack and join our Slack group. Slack was going off on that game four. Everybody was talking about Tuesday, and we had that thing on our website about how LeBron, Taco Tuesday, he never plays that well. Everybody was like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot it was Taco Tuesday. Why did I bet on LeBron this game? And he did look bad in the first half. He really stepped up in the second half and and looked like back to regular LeBron in the second half. We had both said LeBron, you know, his he looked a little bit fatigued at the end of game three, I guess mm-hmm. it was, uh, when the Heat got the win. He looked a little bit fatigued, so I thought... In this game, he didn't have his stuff in the first half, but that I thought allowed him to be better in the second half because he had more in the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and he kind of he was like obviously attacking the rim, and he had a, he had a three pointer going tonight, which was really big uh, for him to hit two of those threes. Got to the line 12, 12 times, so he got some easy buckets, and he was definitely dominant down the stretch. Um, so, so a, a great LeBron game there. Yeah, and, and and just to recap a little bit, a few of our bets. Our guy Munaf, he's been he's been touting the Lakers first quarter this whole playoffs. Oh yeah, and uh, Lakers first quarter did hit. They were up by five at the first quarter. So if you had it, it was you know anywhere between minus two and minus three and a half. So they covered that. Yeah, and I, I, I was gonna say Lakers first quarter was like a, it was a pretty cool moment in the slack because like I feel like everyone was kind of like holding their breath like you don't want to jinx it too early and then right when the first quarter buzzer sounds like everyone's in the chat being like fuck yeah lakers first quarter i know sean was on it we had a bunch of people on it so like at the moment that it cashed everyone came together to celebrate so that was fun that was fun um, that was a good bet and i know moon if he was also on uh the over for the first quarter and that didn't cash so he's a little bummed on that but that you know lakers first quarter bet uh that seems to be locked in i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and bet that again in uh on friday so uh the lakers i had also had the lakers first half uh, minus five and that lost because they did that's when they really got cold is that second quarter uh, in the first half ended, Lakers 49, Miami 47. So a little under what we thought that first half total was going to be as well because Miami usually averages right around uh, 52 for first halves. Um, and then, yeah, obviously we talked about how the, the heat covered uh, because it was between like seven and eight, depending on where you got that line, uh, the Lakers one by six you and i were both on the heat to cover so uh we got that one um i don't know what did you feel about watching that second half knowing that you had the the heat plus uh eight at that point no i mean first of all shout out to, shout out to tyler hero 
Um, yeah. That was a, that's, you know, kind of the, I, I, I've been in that position too many times on the Lakers side, especially in college hoops. I feel like that happens more where yep. a last second bucket flips the spread, but shout out to Tyler Hero. That was a ballsy three yeah. to uh, flip, flip money all across America between hands. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I felt like the heat were the right side. I mean, it's easy to say that, but that game was really close down the stretch and you know, the Heat missed a couple big threes in the fourth quarter, and KCP hit a couple huge ones. He um, was good in this game. Know, tough three. Yeah, he, he he was amazing. So definitely want to shout out to KCP. But, yeah, like I, I thought this was pretty much a toss-up game, um, you know, throughout most of that second half. Obviously, the Lakers, I think, got up seven mid-third, and the Heat came back, tied it up, and the Lakers went up seven again, and that was obviously the closing margin, I think, or six points of the closing margin. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I I... Yeah, I, I, I was watching that second half thinking, look, the Heat are going to have to hit some big shots uh, to win this game. I, I, I was kind of looking for a Lakers close win because that's good for my Lakers to win the finals ticket. But I also had Heat plus seven and a half. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the Heat deserved to stay within the number, definitely, because that was a really close game. Yeah, and the Heat just didn't get a lot of contributions from... Their bench players, actually. Uh, Olenek, who's been great in the last couple games, did nothing. Kendrick Nunn, who's had some moments over the last couple games, did nothing. Um, you know, Goran Dragic, he did try to warm up. And then he looked like he made, like, one weird cut and immediately went and sat down, if you saw the video from his warm-up. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily plan on him being out there in the next game either. Yeah, I feel like with that kind of thing, it's like, Okay, if he didn't feel good enough to let it to even try it last game, like is he gonna now want to try it this game? I obviously, feel terrible for Goran. You know, there's been a lot made of how good of a competitor he is and how badly he wanted this moment. So definitely tough. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't expect any injury, really anything to change. But I definitely do think Bam Adebayo will be better. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought like he obviously, I mean, he played well. I definitely want to make that clear. He played well, but he wasn't his most like aggressive self. He wasn't that absolute beast that we saw late in the Celtics game in the Celtics series where he's like attacking the rim on one end and like blocking shots flying around. So but I think we'll get more of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think, you know, let's say we had sixty percent bam last game. You know, if we get eighty percent bam this game, that does make a difference. Like you said, he kills Dwight Howard and um he, he presents challenges for Anthony Davis as well. Um it'll be interesting to see how, how the Lakers adjust, how how the Heat adjust because now that it looks like AD is going to be guarding guarding Jimmy, you have LeBron on Bam. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Maybe that he could try to exploit that matchup a little bit more. I mean, obviously, LeBron's not an easy defender to test, but Bam does have the size advantage over him. Um, so that, that, that could be an interesting matchup to watch. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, if you look at, you know, we talked about how AD maybe doesn't have the numbers there you know, because he was so efficient on the defensive side, but I think it was because Bam did a pretty good job on slowing him down on the offensive side. And I, I agree that Bam, you know, should look better in the next game. They've had a few nights rest. This is the most rest they've really had, um, you know, in, in for a while since before the series started. Um, so I think that could benefit Bam, especially hopefully, you know, maybe it benefits Gorn. Maybe he's able to come back, but I, you know, it looks doubtful. I think. I mean, I do. I do think the rest definitely benefits LeBron as well. Though. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's yeah. like it really benefits LeBron yeah. with his thirty-five-year-old legs. Yeah, like I, 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 
I think there's a good. I mean, I think you're gonna get the LeBron like silencer type game here. Um, you know, I I do like the Heat plus seven. So I guess I guess we'll we'll move into that. I I I like the Heat plus seven here. Definitely think they're gonna keep it close, and there's no reason to roll over and die. I mean, it's the finals. Like that. I I don't. I I feel like people are playing into that angle, and I'm like, look. I understand, like, maybe in the first round, if you're an eight seed and you're down 3-0, you're not going to come out and punch in that last game. But, like, this is the NBA Finals, the Miami Heat organization. Like, I don't think there's a motivational angle to this handicap. I think both. I think it's going to be very similar to the last game where both teams are absolutely balls to the wall. Um, if anything, I could see the Lakers, um, you know, chilling out a tiny bit now that they have the 3-1 lead. But I don't see that either. Um, I, I see another close game here, but definitely LeBron resting helps, I think, a lot. Um, he'll be able to be himself in both halves instead of having to save gas in the tank for a second half. Yeah, um, right. So the Lakers right now favored by seven. The total is at 216. I feel like it's going to be a real defensive matchup again. I'm not sure what to make of that total. Um, right now, I would probably lean towards the under. I am kind of leaning towards the Lakers to cover, but wow. I understand your, you know, I understand what you're saying, and I, I, I do not think that the this Heat team is going to roll over. I do think Spolstra will have some kind of wrinkle, but I think we, you know, we are maybe overlooking how Vogel, how good Vogel has been as a coach in this series, and for him to be able to adjust and get AD on Butler like that, I. You know, we, we've we've made a lot about how good Spolster have been in this playoffs, but credit to Vogel, too. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Definitely credit. I mean, definitely credit to Vogel, like, these whole playoffs. Like, the mm-hmm. Lakers have had adjustments to everything, and they've the Lakers have gotten better throughout this series. And that's not something that we always see with with a, you know, with with a LeBron James coach team, to yeah. be honest. I mean, that's that's what we've seen a lot of, a lot of his career, and... In this series, you really see Vogel stepping up. I will say I saw some reporting that Anthony Davis like went into the locker room and gave a speech saying like I want Jimmy, so maybe he played some role. Obviously, you know it comes down to Frank Vogel, so I want to give him the credit. Um, but yeah, I mean, one angle, one thing I am looking at with this series, with, with, with this game though, is when when is the Lakers, you know, twenty one percent three point shooting game going to come where? Where all of those LeBron kickouts to shooters just don't go in. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 obviously, there's no reason why that has to happen at any point in this series. But I feel like coming into the series, we were all talking like, "Oh yeah, can Lakers shooters be relied upon?" And like, hasn't really surmounted to a legitimate storyline. So maybe that I think that that could be something to think about here. But yeah, like you said on on the total, it's very hard to read um, because like. These teams have proven they can score on each other, and they've also proven that, like in the last game, like they get stops at will. So, definitely very confused with the total, and I'm I'm not really experienced at betting totals to be honest myself. So, I I will definitely defer to you on that one. And we're gonna take another quick break and be right back. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app with player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If you're playing NBA, choose 
five out of ten available player props to build your lineup. Make sure to go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com to check out our picks for Thrive Fantasy Friday game for game five of the NBA Finals. We'll have some good ones up there for you. Okay, so each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to share the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and has awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Okay, so use promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 with your first deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy at the App Store or Google Play Store by visiting their website at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today and don't forget to use promo code SGP. According to BetQL, Right now, the public money is heavy, heavy on the Lakers, while the sharp money is heavy, heavy on the Heat, which I think that's the heaviest I've seen the sharp money on one side. So you are right there. I'm right now leaning with the public, so maybe I'm in the wrong, but uh, I think that's tough. I definitely will be betting the Lakers first quarter again. I haven't seen that line yet, but I imagine it'll be right around two or three so uh, i'm gonna go ahead and keep rolling with that since that's been hitting uh the other thing i'll say is they came out and said the lakers are wearing their black mamba uniforms i know they're they're calling their shots and they are four and oh they're four and oh wearing those jerseys i don't know how much difference that really makes obviously as a gambler but it does make for a nice storyline thinking that they want to close this out in their Kobe uniforms. And, you know, that's a good motivational speech in the locker room. Like, let's do this one for Kobe. Yeah, no, I I, I saw that. And that's definitely, I mean, it's, it, it would be a great moment, obviously, if they if they won wearing those jerseys. And, you know, it's a ballsy move, obviously, to call their shot like that. I mean, I, I do think there, and this is a larger point, not totally related to this game, but like, with all the talk about how the NBA is driven towards like narratives and drama and like free agency and all that, like I do feel like kind of observing NBA Twitter and observing the discussion around this series, like people almost want to fast forward to the conversation about like, okay, LeBron has this ring. Like now let's compare him to MJ. Like who's the goat? Like, you know, whatever, you know, significance like, and like, people almost don't want the Heat to win this game because they just, like, want to get ahead to, like, discuss all that now. And they don't want, like, another, like, lag towards that goal. So I kind of see why the public is, and bringing it back to this game, I kind of see why the – I'm not saying you're doing this. I kind of see why the public is sort of leaning towards that side because, like, all right, like, let's just get this game over with, get this series over with. Now we can, like, say LeBron has five rings or four rings or whatever and, like, he's the GOAT. Um and like I, I just think the Heat are gonna are, are very ripe to play spoiler to that, uh, or, or or at least cover the seven. I I totally agree with you, and I, and I see what you're saying about wanting to jump ahead in the narrative, and it does make for a cleaner narrative if they go ahead and wrap this up on Friday. But the one game that the Heat have won is when Jimmy Butler went otherworldly. and the Lakers came out looking just very lethargic in that game three. They no one looked like they wanted it on that side of the ball. So, I don't know. I feel like that's not going to happen in this game, and I just don't see another 40-point Jimmy Butler game. Though, you're right, Bam is going to be better, and he won't need to score that 40 points the same way. But uh, I just have a hard time 
and I've been on, you know, you know, I've been on this Heat team the whole playoff yeah. series. I just, I have a hard time seeing how they're going to win this one. But um, yeah, you know, you're right. They might, they can keep it close and still cover the spread at seven. Yeah, I, and that, that that's a good point. I, I actually agree with you. I mean, I, I have a, I have a tough time seeing the Heat win this game outright, also, um, or at least like don't have the conviction that they will to pick it on the money line, but. I, I think I see a similar game script to last game where it's like, yeah, the Heat didn't win that game, and you're right, like the Lakers shut the door when when it got late, but like the Heat hung around, and that was like a 55-45 Laker game. Like the Heat, the Heat easily could have won that, you know, game four, mm-hmm. you know, a couple missed shots either way. And you look at that game, the Lakers outshot outshot the Heat from three, which is like kind of uncharacteristic of the default for this series. So you know. Let's say let's say the Heat come out and shoot forty percent from three, and the Lakers shoot thirty percent, and you get that close game type vibe of, of game four. Um, it could flip, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm much more confident on the plus seven than I am to say that the Heat get this done outright. One final break to hear from our friends at Ace Per Head, and we'll be right back. So, have you ever thought about starting your own sports book, but you're like, I don't know how. That's pretty hard. Well, don't worry, because Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. So right now you're picking Heat. I'm leaning Lakers. Um, definitely check sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA picks for our most updated picks. Uh, you and I are uh, both doing okay in the playoffs. You know, we're we're well above 500. So uh, shout out to us for our picks. I think we're both, yeah, we're, 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 we're both also over 52.8%. Um, I think, I think that's right. Then the right number, like, we're flat out profiting in these playoffs, like not not just over five hundred. We're over we're over five hundred plus minus one ten juice. Like we're we're, we're so um, you know not don't want to, uh, but you know we're cashing checks for degeneration. Yep. Um, we're out here picking every NBA game, and I have to say I'm very impressed. Like when I when I first started doing the NBA picks, I think it was two seasons ago. Like I was like talking to Kramer and Sean. I was like, bro, like there, there's no way I'm gonna like be able to do well at this because it was my first time doing it i mean i i bet games before and not pick every game every day like the volume betting that we do um and yeah that was over 500 last year over 500 in the playoffs last year and now both of us over 500 uh this year in, in the in the bubble um so it's yeah. been it's been a good ride and um I, i'm glad to uh I'm glad that we both got to this point. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. So if you've been riding our picks, you've been making money. So uh, and our best, yeah, that, that, our best that, bets that, are that over is, too. That's the perfect way to say it. Like if you've been riding our picks, you have been actually factually accumulating American currency in a profitable fashion. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so shout out to us and our listener, our hardcore listeners for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, this is the last time we'll be recording until Monday. We assume we'll have a new NBA champion by that point. Um, both of us are thinking that the Lakers win on Friday, but we're not counting out the Heat to keep it close. Last thing, are we going back to the well on Tyler Hero points over? That that, that came through on last last pod. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so we, we didn't grade that one out. We had Tyler Hero over 18.5 points. He had 21 
Um, and yeah, look, he had eight, 18 shots again. So I, I, I think we have to keep going back to it. One thing we didn't mention is they did do a they they went with a different starting lineup. You know, they didn't go back with uh, Myers Leonard because Bam was healthy again. So they had Tyler Hero in the starting lineup as the starting point guard. So um, I like them to go back to that. Even if Goran plays, I think he'll come off the bench. So yeah, I don't know what the total is for Tyler right now. Is that player prop but i would look for that to go over again definitely benefit of being in the slack like all, all these types of derivative bets player props that that come out on the day of like we're not going to be potting live tomorrow so just if you're if you're listening check out the slack absolutely if you're not already a part of our slack group make sure to go to sg.pn slash slack and sign up i want to shout out our guys our regulars over in the nba slack we got munaf who has been Awesome. He's been past posting referee data before every game. And he also just came through with this stat based on the average first quarter line of the Lakers at minus two and a half. The Lakers are in the first quarter 13 and six against the spread hitting that first quarter bet. So you might want to go ahead and hit that again in game five. Other regulars, we got Papa Kamis, who's been starting great DraftKings group for us to play in. We got Cody Zeeb, Will Mormon. Sean from Sports Gambling Podcast, uh, Jay-Z3, that's a new guy I've been seeing in there. We got Josh, he's uh, always in there. Uh, Joe Meyer, Mitchie, he's a new name I've been seeing in there posting. So thank you so much, guys, for uh, joining the NBA Slack and participating regularly. Don't forget to go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA picks for our Zach and I's most updated picks. And we got plenty of other awesome content at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Lots of fantasy football stuff if you're into that. DraftKings picks, Thrive Fantasy picks, tons of data if you're into that as well. So thank you, and we'll be back on Monday. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.